Today on the Just Read Podcast, we'll read 1 Kings chapters 3 through 5. Our reading today will help us continue to fill in the details of Solomon's reign. Solomon is given a unique opportunity to ask God for a blessing of his own choosing. Let's read 1 Kings chapters 3 through 5. Then Solomon formed a marriage alliance with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and took Pharaoh's daughter and brought her to the city of David until he had finished building his own house and the house of the Lord and the wall around Jerusalem. The people were still sacrificing on the high places because there was no house built for the name of the Lord until those days. Now Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of his father David, except he sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. The king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night. And God said, Ask what you wish me to give you. Then Solomon said, You have shown great loving kindness to your servant David my father, according as he walked before you in truth and righteousness and uprightness of heart toward you. And you have reserved for him this great loving kindness, that you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, yet I am but a child. I do not know how to go out or come in. Your servant is in the midst of your people which you have chosen, a great people who are too many to be numbered or counted. So give your servant an understanding heart to judge your people to discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? It was pleasing in the sight of the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. God said to him, Because you have asked this thing, and have not asked for yourself long life, nor have asked riches for yourself, nor have you asked for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself discernment to understand justice, behold, I have done according to your words. Behold, I have given you a wise and discerning heart, so that there has been no one like you before you, nor shall one like you arise after you. I have also given you what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that there will not be any among the kings like you all your days. If you walk in my ways, keep my statutes and commandments as your father David walked, then I will prolong your days. Then Solomon awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And he came to Jerusalem and stood before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, and offered burnt offerings and made peace offerings, and made a feast for all his servants. Then two women who were harlots came to the king and stood before him. One woman said, O my Lord, this woman and I live in the same house, and I gave birth to a child while she was in the house. It happened on the third day after I gave birth that this woman also gave birth to a child, and we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, only the two of us in the house. This woman's son died in the night because she lay on it. So she arose in the middle of the night and took my son from beside me while your maidservant slept and laid him in her bosom and laid her dead son in my bosom. When I rose in the morning to nurse my son, behold, he was dead. But when I looked at him carefully in the morning, behold, he was not my son whom I had borne. Then the other woman said, No, for the living one is my son, and the dead one is your son. But the first woman said, No, for the dead one is your son, and the living one is my son. 
Thus they spoke before the king. Then the king said, The one says, This is my son who is living, and your son is the dead one. And the other says, No, for your son is the dead one, and my son is the living one. The king said, Get me a sword. So they brought a sword before the king. The king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to the one and half to the other. Then the woman whose child was the living one spoke to the king, for she was deeply stirred over her son, and said, O my lord, give her the living child, and by no means kill him. But the other said, He shall be neither mine nor yours, divide him. Then the king said, Give the first woman the living child, and by no means kill him, she is his mother. When all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had handed down, they feared the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to administer justice. Now King Solomon was king over all Israel. These were his officials. Azariah the son of Zadok was the priest. Elihoreph and Ahijah the sons of Shishah were secretaries. Jehoshaphat the son of Ahilud was the recorder. And Benaiah the son of Jehoiada was over the army. And Zadok and Abiathar were priests. And Azariah the son of Nathan was over the deputies. And Zabud the son of Nathan, a priest, was the king's friend and Ahishar was over the household, and Adoniram the son of Abda was over the men subject to forced labor. Solomon had twelve deputies over all Israel, who provided for the king and his household. Each man had to provide for a month in the year. These are their names, Ben-Hur in the hill country of Ephraim, Ben-Deker in Makaz, and Sha'albim and Beth-Shemesh, and Elon-Beth-Hanan, Ben-Hesed in Araboth, Soko was his, and all the land of Hefer. Ben Abinadab, in all the height of Dor. Tafath and the daughter of Solomon was his wife. Ba'anah, the son of Ahilud, in Ta'anak and Megiddo, and all Beth She'an, which is beside Zerathon, below Jetzrael, from Beth She'an to Abel Mehola, as far as the other side of Jachmiam. Ben Geber, in Ramath Gilead. The towns of Jair, the son of Manasseh, which are in Gilead, were his. The region of Argob, which is in Bashan, sixty great cities with walls and bronze bars, were his. Ahinadab, the son of Ido, in Mahanaim. Ahimaaz, in Naphtali. He also married Basimoth, the daughter of Solomon. Ba'anah, the son of Hushai, in Asher and Ba'aloth. Jehoshaphat, the son of Pa'urah, in Issachar. Shemei, the son of Elah, in Benjamin, Geber, the son of Uri, in the land of Gilead, the country of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and of Og, king of Bashan, and he was the only deputy who was in the land. Judah and Israel were as numerous as the sand that is on the seashore in abundance. They were eating and drinking and rejoicing. Now Solomon ruled over all the kingdoms, from the river, to the land of the Philistines, and to the border of Egypt. They brought tribute and served Solomon all the days of his life. Solomon's provisions for one day was thirty cores of fine flour and sixty cores of meal, ten fat oxen, twenty pasture-fed oxen, a hundred sheep besides deer, gazelles, roebucks, and fattened fowl. For he had dominion over everything west of the river, from Tifsa even to Gaza, over all the kings west of the river, and he had peace on all sides around about him. So Judah and Israel lived in safety, 
every man under his vine and his fig tree, from Dan even to Beersheba, all the days of Solomon. Solomon had 40,000 stalls of horses for his chariots and 12,000 horsemen. Those deputies provided for King Solomon and all who came to King Solomon's table each in his month. They left nothing lacking. They also brought barley and straw for the horses and swift steeds to the place where it should be, each according to his charge. Now God gave Solomon wisdom and very great discernment and breadth of mind, like the sand that is on the seashore. Solomon's wisdom surpassed the wisdom of all the sons of the east and all the wisdom of Egypt. For he was wiser than all men, than Ethan the Etzerhite, Heman, Kalkol, and Darda, the sons of Mahol, and his fame was known in all the surrounding nations. He also spoke three thousand proverbs, and his songs were one thousand and five. He spoke of trees, from the cedar that is in Lebanon even to the hyssop that grows on the wall. He spoke also of animals and birds and creeping things and fish. Men came from all peoples to hear the wisdom of Solomon, from all the kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom. Now Hiram king of Tyre sent his servants to Solomon when he heard that they had anointed him king in place of his father, for Hiram had always been a friend of David. Then Solomon sent word to Hiram, saying, You know that David my father was unable to build a house for the name of the Lord his God because of the wars which surrounded him, until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor misfortune. Behold, I intend to build a house for the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord spoke to David my father, saying, Your son, whom I will set on your throne in your place, he will build the house for my name. Now therefore, command that they cut for me cedars from Lebanon, and my servants will be with your servants, and I will give you wages for your servants according to all that you say. For you know that there is no one among us who knows how to cut timber like the Sidonians. When Hiram heard the words of Solomon, he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord today, who has given to David a wise son over this great people. So Hiram sent word to Solomon, saying, I have heard the message which you have sent me. I will do what you desire concerning the cedar and cypress timber. My servants will bring them down from Lebanon to the sea, and I will make them into rafts to go by sea to the place where you direct me, and I will have them broken up there, and you shall carry them away. Then you shall accomplish my desire by giving food to my household. So Hiram gave Solomon as much as he desired of the cedar and cypress timber. Solomon then gave Hiram twenty thousand cores of wheat as food for his household, and twenty cores of beaten oil. Thus Solomon would give Hiram year by year. The Lord gave wisdom to Solomon, just as he promised him, and there was peace between Hiram and Solomon, and the two of them made a covenant. Now King Solomon levied forced laborers from all Israel, and the forced laborers numbered thirty thousand men. He sent them to Lebanon, ten thousand a month in relays. They were in Lebanon a month and two months at home. And Adoniram was over the forced laborers. Now Solomon had 70,000 transporters and 80,000 hewers of stone in the mountains, besides Solomon's 3,300 chief deputies who were over the project and who ruled over the people who were doing the work. Then the king commanded, and they quarried great stones, costly stones, to lay the foundation of the house with cut stones. So Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders and the Gabalites cut them and prepared the timbers and the stones to build the house.
That was 1 Kings chapters 3 through 5. When prompted by God, Solomon asked for and was blessed with wisdom. Though his wisdom would serve him well, he was also given immense power and wealth. These would soon become obstacles for Solomon to overcome. Thank you for reading with me.